morning, good morning, and happy Sabbath. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us stand this morning in the presence of God as we sing Sabbath rest. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Man, I don't know if we're on here, but good morning. Happy Sabbath, everybody in God's house this morning. Are you glad to be in the presence of an awesome God this morning? Oh, come on now. Are you glad to be in the presence of an awesome God this morning? For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord because it's in the house where there is hope. It's in the house where there is peace. It's in the house where there is deliverance. It's in the house where there is joy. It's in the house where I find relief from all of the troubles and the cares of this world. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I am so excited this morning. So we let the fact that God has called us to come and to worship him in the beauty of holiness. You may be seated. You may be seated. 
you may be seated. Just want to share just a couple of announcements with you. Just want to have a word of prayer with you. I'm going to get out of your way, but I'm so thankful and so honored to be able to be in the midst of a present and in the presence of our God this morning. He has done so much for us over these last few days, these last few hours. Just the fact that we made it here safely is a blessing. Amen. I just want to just share with you a real quick testimony, and I'm going to get out of your way. My wife and I went to go pick up our daughters from PA a few, about a week or so ago, and on the way, I mean, on the way there, um, we heard some noise in, the, in, in our tire. I get out to check the tire, and there was some air coming out of the stem. And I knew then that we needed a new tire, but I praise God that as we pulled over into this gas station that was an attendant there that said that he specializes in doing tires. Come on, somebody. God will drop you off in the right spot. Amen. So he took out his little pocket knife. He looked at the tire and surely, 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 he specialized. He popped the little wick out and he looked at it and the air stopped seeping out of the tire. But I praise God because we didn't have to buy a new tire. Come on, somebody. Amen. But God is so good. It don't stop there. Amen. So as he got the tire together, I put all my jacks and the, and, and, and the wrenches back in the car. And we get on the road and we hear some noise from that same tire. Come on, somebody. So I went back around to the gas station. The young man said, is everything all right? I said, well, sir, I hear some noise from the tire. He looked at the tire. We couldn't figure it out. So I said, you know what, Lord? We're going to drive this thing on faith. Amen. Come on. Somebody say faith. Lord, help me. <laughs> so I'm faithing this thing, right? So I'm driving. We're hearing the noise is getting louder and louder and louder. We driving. I'm like at about 55, maybe 60 miles an hour, and it's getting louder. And my wife said, honey, did you remember to tighten the lug nuts? I whipped that thing over so fast. <laughs> All five of them was hanging loose. I praise God, amen, that he got us there and back. Ain't God good? Our danger seen and unseen. How God will protect you. So I'm so thankful and so honored this morning. Before I do my announcements, I just want to do a word of prayer. Can we just pray this morning? Amen. Father God, again, we thank you so much for allowing us to come into this place of worship this morning. You are truly an amazing God protecting us from danger seen and unseen and even in our foolishness. Amen. You show up and show out. So we thank you for your covering. We thank you for each family that is represented here today. And as we worship you, God, we pray that we will not leave here the same way we came. This we pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen, amen. and amen again. God is good and he is worthy to be praised. I just want to just say welcome to everyone that is viewing us online. We thank God for your faithfulness and your commitment. We thank God that you have chosen to take this take to take the time to spend with us on this beautiful Sabbath morning. So we want to say welcome to you, our family and our friends that are viewing online. And as always, we do encourage you to share. Um, this time with someone else. Go ahead and um, um, copy, paste, however you do it. Amen. Um, let them know that we're in the house and that we're up and running. Also, we want to welcome all of you who are in the physical space. Amen. Praise God for seeing you. We do have a celebration of a birthday this morning, I understand. Amen. Sister Ariel, can you just wave your hand this morning? I always see you over there. Amen. I'm not going to tell your age. Amen. But I do know it. Come on, somebody. 
But we pray, yes, Lord. We praise God for you, amen. We want to say happy birthday to you, and we want to welcome you as well as your daughter, Sister Gabriel. Gabriel, can you wave your hand? Hey, look at a wave, baby girl. Amen. We praise God for you. Can we just take a pause for the calls? Can we just sing happy birthday to Sister Arielle? Is that all right? Amen. celebrate you on this your birthday also we want to say welcome to um, uh, Marlene and sister Madison can you just wave your hand this morning praise God for you Marla 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 amen we thank God for you and sister Angela Graves amen we see you in the back back there we we praise God for you as well also we just want to remind you on last week we announced communion we had about 30 dates but we did come down with one Amen. We do have one date. Amen. The elders met. I tell you, man, we met. We brainstormed over that thing. We took that 30 and made it one. April the 9th. All right. <laughs> April the 9th. So we ask you to mark your calendars. Amen. For April 9th, we'll have our communion service here. And also on April the 2nd, we'll have our EAY Federation. This is for our young people. So we invite you to bring your youth back, bring your young folk back as we celebrate EAY. And also, lastly, um, an impromptu, we'll have a church cleanup on tomorrow at 12 noon. So all of you that are able and, and, uh, and, and free, amen. I think the playoffs are over and all that good stuff. So you can come and hang out with us tomorrow. Tomorrow at 12 noon, um, we'll be getting the church ready for our EAY Federation. So we want to welcome you. We thank God for you and we pray your strength and the Lord. God bless you and have a happy Sabbath.
Jesus brought me out. Yes, he did. Out of a dark place, mm -hmm. out of a, a lonely place, out of a depressed place. I'm so glad that he looked beyond my faults and he see what I need. It is prayer time as we gather our thoughts, as we approach God's throne. I know that there is much that we need to pray for. And believe it or not, we serve a God that can handle that much. No matter what it is that you're going through or what it is that you are experiencing right now in your personal or in your individual lives, just know that God is a very present help in the time of any storm that may show up on your doorstep. That he is the kind of God that knows the end from the beginning. That he sees exactly what's going on. And I love the fact that he sees it and he understands it. Yes. And therefore, if he allows us to go through it, he is able to bring us through it. We want to remember our church family in prayer. We want to remember the world in which we live in. I've been hearing it the last couple of days and even years ago about how we're in the toenail age. I hadn't heard it in a long time. But these last few days, I've been hearing it in different conversations that we're in the toenail age. Jesus is soon to come. So this prayer is a prayer of dedication, a prayer of commitment, a prayer of strength. These are the times that individuals will lose their faith and fall from the faith. But our prayer is that you find solid ground in Christ. So if you will, for those that are able, if you want to kneel down, if you can kneel down if possible, but we ask if you can govern your hearts and your minds as we approach God's throne in prayer. It's prayer time. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to come to this place of worship. We thank you, Father, first and foremost, for giving us the gift of life. Uh, thank you, Father, for yet while we were yet in the womb, uh, we could have been aborted. But it was because of your grace and your mercy that we are here today. And so we take not this moment for granted, but in all moments we give thanks and praise and honor unto you. For you truly are the only wise God. You're the one that we look to in the time of trouble. Not just, Father, when trouble time shows up, but even with a smile on our face. We're able to smile because of what you have done. It's not all dark. It's not all gloomy. It's not all miserable. Though there are times we have to experience the dark and the gloomy and the unbearable. But we know that we serve a God that sees the end from the beginning. We serve a God that knows exactly what we need before we're in need of it. And so we bless you today, God, for being who you are. You're amazing. You're awesome. The Prince of Peace, the mighty God. We honor you this morning, oh God. 
thank you for traveling mercies. Thank you, Father, for seeing what we don't see and what we fail to see. Thank you, Father, when we fall short, you were there to pick us up. Thank you for allowing us to come to this worship space today. So we invite your presence, God. Uh, not that you're not here, not that you need an invitation, but Father, because this is your house. But we want to say, Father, welcome into our hearts. You see, you don't just kick down doors in our hearts. You, 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 you say, you, we, we must invite you in, God. So we invite you this morning to come sup with us. We invite you, Father, to come and, and have your way with us and through us and in us this morning that when we leave here, we will not leave here the same way we came. So, Father, rain down on us your Shekinah glory. Rain down on us, Father God, your holy presence. That when we leave here, we will know that we have spent time with you. Cover all of our visiting family and friends. Cover all of our members, both near and far. Cover our family that is viewing us online, even our virtual family. We love them and we thank God for them and for you. So, Father, have your way today. Be with our sick and shut in. Be with those that are, their bodies are racking with pain, oh God, that they had to press their way out this morning. Father, do what you do. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, you the honor, and you the glory. This we pray in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Amen. The Bible says that they overcame by the word of the testimony. You know, my wife has a business where she supplies daycares. And one of her customers was so impressed with uh, Teresa that she uh, shared a blessing with Teresa. She said, you know what? The government has given me a, a big grant, and I want to give you my total business all the daycare items, everything that's in her daycare, she's going to just donate it to Teresa. That's a blessing, folks. But you know, whenever, whenever God blesses his people, the devil tries to come and snatch that blessing. He tries to steal your joy. And so we rented the biggest U-Haul you can find, and we went and loaded up the truck and headed back to, not Beverly, but back up to Park Road to our house. And we were heading north on Highway 367, just passing under 270, when lo and behold, this car that was beside me just lunged into the side of my truck. I said, oh, Jesus. And, and the car kept going. I said, they try, DeJuan, they trying not to stop. Can you believe that? And they kept on going about a mile down. They went all the way down to Parker Road. I thought they were going to pull over in the Walgreens, but then they got in the left turn lane and, and made a left. And anyway, they ended up at BP, and they pulled out. And lo and behold, the girl's car was just tore up. The whole side of it was tore up. And we went to look at, 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 at the side of my truck, 
And uh, we were amazed at the fact that it was just some blemishes on the side of the truck. The tire had some scratches, the wheel. But God protected the truck. I thought the whole fender and everything was going to be tore up. But God had dispatched his angels just to buffer that thing. Because there's no way you can see that car and see our truck and think that they were in the same accident. Even the police were scratching their head. But that wasn't, that wasn't the end of it, Bobby. So the next day, we, we got the truck, and we was going to get the rest of the items that we couldn't get the first time. And my driver was backing up to the side of the house and looking, checking the mirrors. You know, when you're driving those big rigs, you got to check those mirrors. I was looking at the side of the, the, the vertical part of the other house and looking on the other side, looking at that tree. Then, lo and behold, we heard a big crashing sound. Lord have mercy. And the top of the truck hit the gable roof that was sticking out about two feet and rammed it into the roof of the house. Lord have mercy. You know how your joy kind of sinks down then. But we got, we, we got back to the U-Haul and, 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 and they, we told them we had an incident. They said, how bad is the truck? Said the truck didn't do any damage to the truck. They said, what's the problem? Said, well, we ran to a house. Said, Lord have mercy. But we called the insurance company, and lo and behold, that $27 policy covered a million dollars worth of damage. So we thank God for his protecting while, as the pastor says, while we're trying to figure it out. God already has it worked out. God is a good God, and God is just telling us we need to be faithful. Trust him. Elder Wellington gave a beautiful uh, message this morning. The elders get together every Sabbath, and we pray for an hour while you all are still sleeping. The elders are praying. And, the pa- and uh, Elder Wellington brought a message this morning on uh, the 23rd Psalm, saying that the Lord, you know, David was a shepherd. He knew how to take care of his sheep and everything, but he said, the Lord is my shepherd. And we have to realize how good God is to us. God is, is always at work, amen? And so he just asked us, he challenges us to be faithful with your tithe and with your offering. If you can't trust God with your money, you would never trust him with your life. So that's an indicator on how much you trust God. If you're trying to hold on to that little money, you're saying, God, I don't trust you. I'm going to take care of this myself. But we're entering into some last days, folks that we're going to put our total trust in God. All of our earthly support is going to be taken away. All you're going to have is Jesus. So right now, we just encourage you this morning just to be faithful stewards to God and return a faithful tithe and offering. Amen? Let us pray. Father God, we're so thankful, Lord, that you are a faithful God. You're faithful to us even when we're not, Lord. So, Lord, help us to trust you. Bless these funds that we're about to give, Lord. Grant that it will go to finish this work so that we can go home, Lord, to live with you. Is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. The deacons will take up the offering now.
Hallelujah. And that was such a meditative song there. I, and I almost left the I was gone. And I was I was in deep thought there. I was gone. Where you gone? Thank you so much. I was in deep thought over there. I was I almost I almost pulled a surprise on you and said, can we get one more <laughs> just so I can just so I can come back around. <laughs> but we thank God for, for our musicians. We thank God for you from last night. Can we put our hands together for our musicians as well as our praise team? Amen. We thank God. They blessed us last night at our uh, prayer conference. You know, we're in the middle of a prayer conference praying um, victory through prayer. Um, victory through prayer and um, we met last night at, at Northside and um, the praise team came and total praised us amen we blessed the Lord for them and had a, a powerful word from um, Pastor Finley um, we had a powerful word and then I believe Berean blessed us with the song I mean we just had a wonderful time and so we'll be meeting again tonight at the um, West Campus um, Church. Um, it's in the Iowa, Missouri Conference. So we're in preparation for our, um, our GC that will take place um, this year. And so we want to just saturate, we just want to saturate St. Louis with prayer and um, coming together. Um, and so we thank God for the ministry of our praise team on last night. Um, again, we thank God for you for being here. Um, you can view those services um, you, uh, on, to, on tonight. You can go to the um, Central States Conference YouTube channel. Uh, for those that are viewing online and you want to know how can you be a part of that service tonight, where well, you can go to our Central States Conference um, YouTube channel and you will be able to find the service there on tonight beginning at um, 6 o'clock six o'clock so um, you can mark your calendar for that um, again it's a blessing to be in God's house just one more time um, I don't want to be before you long um, but I do have a word um, on prayer um, I'm coming from the book of John amen you probably heard that before um, John chapter 7 you probably 17 and you probably heard that before amen but we're going to be dealing with that amen on today um, so before we open the word of God, I just want to invite you to bow your heads and pray with me. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful and honored to be able to uh, come before you on this platform. As always, we give you praise, honor, and glory for who you are. Um, and so we just, again, invite you to speak to us through thy word, um, for we know that thy word is truth. Uh, forgive us again of our sins, O oh God. Cleanse us through and through. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. Um, I commit my spirit in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Um, if you have your Bibles with you, your iPhone or your smartphone or your rotary phone, amen, if you can <laughs> turn with me uh, to the book of John chapter 17. This is where we'll be spending our time um, today as we'll be looking at um, Jesus in prayer and what that means to us. Um, John chapter uh, 17, if you can turn that with me. And we just want to read 
Um, um, just, just a couple of verses, beginning with verse 21, and we'll read verse um, 20, 20 and 21, verses 20 and 21. When you have it, please say amen. Amen. And if you have it, please go ahead and stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God. John chapter 17, beginning with verse 20, and we'll end with verse 21. 21. And the Bible says here, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their words, through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Today, I just want us to talk a little bit about, um, are you connected? just want to ask you that question. Are you connected? Turn to your neighbor and just say, are you connected? Are you connected? Are you connected? Father, again, we thank you once again for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Are you connected? Are you connected? Have you ever asked yourself that question before? Um, are you connected? You say, well, connected to what, Pastor? Some of us, some of us are connected to our, to our phones. <laughs> some, some, some of us are connected um, to, to, to the TV. Um, some of us are connected to, to, to their appetite. So, you know, there's so many things that individuals um, are connected to. But I want us to just take a pause for the calls as we look at this, are you connected? And I want you to understand that what I'm talking about, and of course, you pretty much know where I'm coming from as a pastor. I will hope you would know where I'm coming from, um, that we're talking about being connected to Christ, being connected to Christ. And so what we understand as we look at this passage, that in um, earlier portions of Jesus's, his high priestly role, um, Jesus made a request um, upon his own behalf. Um, Jesus also prayed in the garden for, um, to his father for those that the God had given him. Um, Jesus took time out and prayed for those individuals. He said, Lord, I, I pray for those individuals that you do not take them out of the world, but that you leave them in the world, but cover them. Amen. Would suggest to me that there are some things that we're going to go through. And I know there are times we're going to wish that God would just remove it out of the way. Just take it away from me. Father, let this cup pass. But the truth of the matter is that that's not how God designed it. Um, he set it up for us to go through hard times. I need you to understand me. Uh, that God set it up for us to experience moments of loneliness. I mean, at the end of the day, how will you know that God is a provider? How will you know if God is a healer, see, the problem that some of us have um, when it comes to going through the struggle is that we're not connected. Amen. Um, we, don't know, we don't have that source of, of, of hope that we should have as believers of this last day message. Um, we don't have that, that true connection that we really know what we need to be doing. Um, but for whatever reason, we're just not doing it. And I want to put a pen right there and let somebody know that me saying that doesn't exempt me. Amen. But I can only say this because I've actually experienced it. 
many, many a times of trying to figure out why all of this stuff is happening to me. And I prayed and I've called on him, but yet he still allows these things to show up. What's going on? Is it really worth it? Why even bother going down to that old church house and have to climb all of those stairs and listen to that man huff and puff in the microphone and wonderful choir though come on somebody uh, but, but 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 why even bother and, and that's because we have we, we 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 we're not understanding that those things has to happen they have to happen trouble must show up there's never there's there there is no such thing as a sinless world there's no such thing as living in a world or in a time where there is no drama. I know we want drama free and we want rent free. Come on, help me somebody. We, we want free. Help me. And I want to let you know that you have free. Free in Jesus. He's freed you from the debt that you owe. He has covered it all through his life. But the problem is we don't accept. We're not connected and so when these days, when these trouble moments show up, it throws us at times. It catches up, I'm going to say, off guard because we're not prepared, Elder. We're not, we're not ready to deal with it because we haven't been connected. Now, see, when you've been connected with God, amen, as Jesus will show us as we get a little deeper in this here passage here, that Jesus, when, you, when you're truly connected, it doesn't matter what's coming. It doesn't matter what's on its way. It doesn't matter what's around the corner. See, when you connect it, you have a mind to stop and say, although the trouble is on its way, I have something for the trouble. You see, we have to learn how to trouble our troubles. We need to learn how to send our troubles packing instead of having our troubles sending us packing. We need to learn how to trouble our troubles. And Jesus showed us that when he took time out and kneeled down because he said there are some things that will show up in the lives of these individuals. And I want my father, amen, I want my father to be able to do something. I want him to, to, to step in and let them know that what you are experiencing right now, amen, is nothing more than a mirage. Oh, I wish I could get some help right there. It, it, it's not even real. Uh, it, it, is, it is nothing for you to be concerned with. It's nothing for you to be concerned about. I know I get it. My stomach growls when it gets hungry too. I get it. I understand that my checking account ain't always in the plus. I get it. I understand that there are times when it seems as if you're all alone and all by yourself. I get it and I understand but the reality is is that God will never put something on you that you cannot handle. Why? Because he's already prayed for you. He's already took time out, had you on his mind, and prayed for you. And so we understand here that Jesus, Jesus, he, 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 he prayed and he asked God to cover us. Most immediate context, this meant that the inner circle, his disciples, he said, there are some things that my, some, some individuals that my disciples will meet, some people that my disciples are going to come in contact with. And as a result of their ministry, God, Father, I need you to cover them and those individuals that will come in after them. 
In other words, as a result of their ministry, as a result of their singing, as a result of their teaching, as a result of their witnessing, as a result of them letting the world see the Jesus in them, now they can see that Jesus is in the world and he's in the world to stay as a result of what they do. And so I've come to understand that the word which these men will utilize is the overall message of, uh, 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 of the word of God. This is what they use to draw men and women to God. They simply use the word of God. And I think my, my brothers and sisters, if I can just share with you just a little bit uh, of the reason why we miss the mark. Because we make a lot of stuff about us. We make a lot of stuff about our thinking and how it used to be when I was in AY and how I used to live and when I came into the church this is how we did it back then and I want to declare to you today that while it was great back then we understand that the message stays the same but the means in which the message is delivered is different we didn't have iPhones back then we didn't have the internet as we know of it we didn't have all of these podcasts and all of these other things that we are dealing with today we didn't have that content to to content with back in the 70s and in the 60s and for some of us not trying to tell your age but back in the 50s and in the 40s there were some things that we weren't privy to that we're privy to now and God is simply saying you have to let me be the vessel let me be the means of letting the world know about me you just be obedient to what I'm calling you to do Jesus said, my word, my word, these words in which we use are powerful. These words in which we use are meaningful. You see, that includes the person and ministry of Jesus Christ. We know that when we preach or when we teach or whenever we crack this book open, we're literally entering into the presence of Jesus, of an awesome God. I understand and I know that the B-I-B-L-E, that's the book for me, that's why I call on him in times of trouble and even when things are going great in my life uh, I still give him praise. Uh, I don't want to make it uh, 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 I don't want to I don't want to make it uh, uh, solely about the troubles. I don't want to make it solely about the problems because God is not just a God of problems. He's also the God of success. He's also the God of victory. He's also the God of overcoming stuff. So while I I understand that in some of our world, uh, trouble seems to have our our address. Uh, It seems to take residence uh, in the room next door. It seems like trouble uh, when you sit at the table. It sits at the table too. Uh, It seems as if trouble is always there. As if trouble has a P.O. box at your address. Every time you check the mail, somebody understand me trouble is in there too but it's the word of God what I'm trying to get us to understand as Jesus began to pray uh, there was a arc, uh, 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 overarching theme uh, that Jesus was simply calling all of us to come and to grip with there was a overarching thing uh, that Jesus wanted us to look at simply are you connected are you connected Jesus looked beyond the first generation of believers and saw others who would follow him uh, his prayer for them uh, 
for you and for me and for us is that we would be unified in the world around us where others would be able to see the God in this world. You see, Jesus said, listen, I need you to become unified. I need you to become one. There are at least four times in this passage here where Jesus talks about this oneness. Jesus expresses in these words, he's been repeatedly at least four times in his prayer to God the Father that they all may be one. That's found right there, right there. Uh, that they all may be one right there in verse 21. That they also may be one again right there in verse 21. And then he goes to verse 22. He says that they may be one, that they may be made Perfect in one, Jesus' overarching theme as he kneels down to pray. Well, I appreciate the fact that Jesus prayed for me. And I think we all get excited in knowing that Jesus prayed for us. But we can't miss the fact that Jesus praying for us, the theme and the reason and the purpose of him praying for us is so that we can come together and be one. Be one. That's why he prayed for us. For us. It wasn't just a prayer and get excited about, oh, Jesus prayed for me. There was something that we are called to do. You see, we look at this text right here. We look at this passage and it says that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee. That they also may be one, which is singular, in us, which is plural. That the world may believe that thou, thou meaning God, has sent me uh, and the glory which thou gavest me I have given to them uh, that they may be what everybody one even as we plural are one singular that they many many all may be one singular. How is this possible? I am sure uh, uh, that you think of a number uh, uh, everyday, uh, uh, everyday life situations uh, 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 in which this concept or this statement uh, uh, could be valid. In other words, uh, a father, you have a mother, and then you have a child that makes one family. They, many, make one singular, one family. This is also true, a true concept in reference to the church as well. You see, the church is compared to a body being made up of many parts, but being one or a whole body. In other words, you can cut any part of the body off it is, and, and it may die. Uh, and, and so the longer a part of the body, if, if you cut an arm off, the arm will die, but the body will live. You see, you see, you, you, you see, if you see, 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 the body can live apart from the arm, but the arm can't live apart from the body. And a family member can live together in unity or can sustain life in, uh, independently, but a hand cannot live beyond connected to the body. And in the church, this is true. When a member is dismembered for any amount of time, it is possible for them, for them to die spiritually. It is an interesting correlation because the body can live without many parts, uh, but the part cannot live without the body. 
So I submit to you uh, that Jesus was also praying a prayer of being connected. Are you connected? We also have words that denote plurality and are not actually interpreted as singular. In other words, he uses the word us. As an example of this type of word, you see, us is a pronoun used to refer to both yourself and another person or persons. In other words, the word us is found many times in the Bible. Jesus is clearly indicating that he is not God himself, nor was he acting alone. This can be seen by the use of this pronoun us and we. And the glory which he was given and which can be seen by the use of the noun thou, which thou gavest me. Jesus understood as he entered into this time of prayer that we in the, as, as individuals as well as family need to stay connected. We have to stay connected, connected to the true source, of, to the true power, to the one that is able to sustain us because God is calling us to be of a union. In other words, God have a, have a union, uh, want us to have a union with him. We must be joined or united with his perfect will. Uh, we understand that the word union, the act of joining one together, uh, people or things to form a whole union. I'm not talking about a labor union, but, 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 but we could look at that as, as, as some example because we understand that even in a labor union, it is a joining together of many people. But yet, they are different. We can look even at marriage. God is calling us uh, 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 to this union uh, uh, where two people are called together to be one. There are two individuals, but yet they are one. They are united. The church also, no many members, we are all one body in Christ. God in this prayer, Jesus in this prayer, oh, it goes deeper than just simply Jesus prayed for me or had me on his mind, which I'm so thankful. But there is a work that needs to be done. There is a responsibility that Jesus has now laid on our shoulders. It's not just a prayer of dedication or a prayer of commitment. It's a prayer for us to be one which calls work on our part. No more do I think on myself. No more do I make it about me. No more do I live my life on the island. No more is it, is it my way or the highway. We have to understand that we are called to be connected. We are called to be one in Christ. That means that when I move, you move. When I hurt, you hurt. When I cry, you ought to cry. What affects me ought to affect you. I know it sounds crazy. It sounds like it's a, some type of cult. But the truth of the matter is the way God God has set this thing up is that there is no one should be left alone. That's why we can declare that at the cross there were no big eyes and no little U's because at the foot of the cross is level. That's why we should be able to enter into a space or into a place where we can be free to worship and free to call on his name. We should be able to be free to express the idea that Jesus is Lord of all and that he is supreme in all actions. Why? Because Jesus 
Jesus' whole purpose is to reveal God to us uh, and for us to reveal God to the world. Uh, that's Jesus' design. I didn't make it up and I did not write the book. Uh, but the truth of the matter is uh, that Jesus has laid it on you and me. Uh, he's laid it on our shoulders to go out and tell the world, uh, not just a preacher, not just a Bible worker, but in your own job, uh, in your own space, uh, that God is calling you uh, to let your light so shine uh, that folk when they see you gotta put on shades uh, God said let your light shine uh, that the world will know that I am the one uh, that, 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 uh, that has spoken all of this into existence and not only that but Jesus has revealed God to us one of the reasons he does this is so that we can know who God is and what is important to God the only way we will know what makes God happy is if we are connected to God. The only way that we'll be able to know what moves God is if we are connected to God. There is no way I can declare that my God is able if I'm not connected to him. There is no way I can speak truth to power if I'm not connected to him. There is no way I can declare that he's a way maker if I'm not connected to him. There is no way I can declare he is soon to come if I'm not connected to him. There is no way I can speak about the God that died for my sins if I'm not connected to him. I have to be connected and that's what Jesus is praying. I pray that they will be one as you and I are one. That they will come together just like you and I are together. Black man, white man, green man, blue man just come together because as I just declared that at the foot of the cross uh, it's leveled uh, there is no big eyes uh, and no little U's uh, it's not about your pedigree uh, it's not about your zip code uh, it's not about your area code uh, it's about the God uh, that laid his life down uh, that all may come unto him that's why we can declare uh, in this place uh, that God uh, is able uh, that's why I could talk about him uh, because he's shown me uh, time and time again. Uh, he showed me uh, in the midnight hours. Uh, he showed me uh, in the late days. Uh, he showed me uh, that he's true. Uh, he showed me uh, that he's worthy. Uh, how do I know that he's worthy? Because I'm connected. Uh, I've touched time with him. Uh, I take time with him. Uh, I spend time with him. Uh, early in the morning, uh, I'm calling on him. Uh, does that mean that I'm perfect? No, that don't mean I'm perfect. Uh, but whatever it is I'm dealing with, uh, I have the assurance uh, that God is able to bring me through it. Uh, that God is able to take my messed up life uh, and my messed up thinking. Uh, and if I just hold on uh, just a little while longer, if I can just hold on uh, just a little while longer, uh, he that shall come uh, will come uh, and he will not tarry. I know it gets crazy at times. Uh, I know it gets a little rough at times, uh, but I need to declare to somebody today uh, that God is faithful, uh, that you can't trust him, uh, but you gotta stay connected. Uh, you gotta stay touched with him. Uh, you gotta stay walking with him. Uh, you gotta stay talking with him. Uh, you gotta stay reading with him. Uh, you gotta stay living for him. Uh, does that mean it's gonna be easy? No, it's not gonna be easy. But at the end of the day, uh, God has given you everything 
everything you need uh, to tell a dying world uh, about a soon coming Savior. Oh, I wish I had some help in here today uh, that understand and know uh, that God knows, uh, God sees, uh, and God understands. Uh, doesn't mean you're not going to cry. Uh, yes, you're going to cry sometimes. Uh, yes, it's going to get unbearable, but Jesus has already declared uh, that I've given you what you need. Uh, I just need you now to connect with me uh, because that's where your source supply comes from. That's where your help comes from. Uh, some of us are looking for help uh, in all the wrong places. Uh, oh, I feel my help right there. Some of us are looking for help uh, on BET. Uh, some of us looking for help uh, on Netflix. Uh, some of us looking for help uh, in the next door neighbor. Uh, some of us looking for help uh, in all the wrong places. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, your help comes from the Lord uh, who made the heavens and the earth. Uh, oh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for connecting us with you uh, and not leaving us uh, all by ourselves. Uh, but you walk with us uh, and you talk with us uh, and you tell us that we are yours uh, and that you are ours. Uh, so have your way, Jesus. Uh, do what you have to do uh, just long uh, as we stay connected to uh, that we walk with you, uh, that we talk with you, uh, never leaving us uh, and never forsaking us. Uh, oh, I thank God right there uh, for walking with me, Elder. Uh, I thank God with me uh, when my back went out. Uh, he was right there with me. Uh, I was connected with him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jesus said, that's my prayer for you, that you be connected. Oh, I'm not done. I'm almost done. Uh, Jesus said, I want you to be connected with me uh, because John 16 uh, simply reminds us, uh, says, yes. Uh, he says, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, um, you will remember my warning. Uh, I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you, uh, uh, with you uh, for a little while. Uh, in other words, he said, I I didn't let you in on all this earlier because I need you to understand uh, there are times when I gotta let you in uh, and then there are times I gotta keep you out. Uh, there are times when I will bless you uh, and then there are times when I gotta hold back the blessings. Uh, we got to understand that every day uh, is not a day of sunshine. Uh, that every day uh, is not a day of rain shine. Uh, that every day is not a day uh, where you're gonna feel good uh, look good uh, and walk good. Uh, but there will be some moments uh, and that's when the rubber meets the road uh, where will be moments uh, the proof in the pudding uh, there will be moments uh, that's going to declare where you are uh, in this thing called life uh, it's easy to talk a good game uh, it's easy to talk about faith uh, it's easy to talk about a hope uh, it's easy to talk about life uh, but can you live it uh, can you live faith uh, can you live a life of hope uh, can you trust him uh, when you can't trace him up. Can you believe him up when it seems like everybody else uh, has turned their backs on you? Can you believe him up when it seems as if uh, you're walking all by yourself uh, and nobody have nothing good to say about you? When your self-esteem uh, has been depleted uh, and your anxiety uh, is running off the charts, uh, can you still trust him up? Uh, can you still believe him uh, 
can you still declare him as God? Can you still see him as Savior when it seems like nobody's caring for you? When it seems like nobody's visiting with you? When it seems like nobody's talking to you? When it seems like nobody's caring for you? Can you still declare that God is able? Can you still declare that God is a very present helper? Can you declare that God sees you? That God knows you? Can you look the devil in the face when everything is running to hell? When everything is falling off the charts? Can you look Satan square in the eye and say yes? I may be walking by myself but I'm not by myself. I may be in a house all alone but I'm not alone because Jesus said I will never leave you and I will never forsaken you. Jesus said it and if God said it I believe it if God said it then I believe it I don't need proof I just believe because God is a God that cannot lie I'm trying to set somebody free I'm trying to shake the chains off I'm trying to give somebody hope I'm trying to help somebody through a dark space right now I just need you to hold on just a little while longer I need you to trust him just a little while longer I know it seems like everything is going crazy you gotta understand that's how the devil manipulate folk to think that God has left you to get you to think that God has turned his back on you but I stopped by here this morning to let somebody know that God will never leave you that God will never turn on you that God will never walk out on you how do I know because my life is telling me so I'm here today because of God always being with me help me Holy Ghost I'm here today because God never turned on me I'm here today because God never walked out on me and I declare to you today that just like he never walked out on me he will never walk out on you he's prayed for you had you on his mind took the time and prayed for you that's why we're here today Oh, I could go on. Oh, I could go on. Oh, I could go on. Because I understand, uh, I understand uh, the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, oh, can I just talk about it just a little while longer? Oh, I just want to just share with you just a little while longer that God will send you what you need, uh, that he will see you through this thing, uh, that God will walk with you, he will talk with you, and he will tell you every step of the way uh, that he belongs to you. Uh, the truth of uh, 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 the question is, uh, do you believe uh, that you belong to him? Uh, how do you know what? You ask yourself the question, are you connected? Are you connected? Are you connected to him? You see, it's one thing for 
us to declare how good God is. But do we understand it? And can we honestly say that he's good because of this? Not because the preacher preached a, a sermon about how good God is. Every last one of us in here, and I say every last one of us in here, can look over our lives and see where God showed favor and we didn't deserve it. That's God right there letting you know that I'm here with you. But it's not enough for God to be there for you. Are you there for God? See, that's where some of us fall off the chart right there. Oh, it's easy to talk about God's love because God's love is perfect. See, it's our love, it's our commitment, it's our dedication that, this, that, that comes to question. It's our dedication, it's our commitment. Can I declare God's love in the midst of a drought? Can I declare that God is a God of a, 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 a that, that, that God is a God that will save me and keep me when my marriage is in a is, is in a rough place? Can I declare that God is faithful and that God is good when my children are not lining up the way I think they should? Can I declare that God is still a good God when I show up on my job and they schedule me on the Sabbath? Can we declare that God is a good God? He's already prayed for us. He's already did his part. When are we going to do ours? When are we going to stop playing with God and allow God to show us more of him? To show us that he's not just wanting to pray for us in the back we over 2,000 years ago. I, 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 don't want, I don't want that prayer to be the only prayer that sustains me. I want to be able to declare in 2022 that God is still praying for me and I say that not because of what I read over 2,000 years ago but because this morning when I woke up come on somebody I had him on my mind I woke up this morning and I prayed and he revealed to me in that prayer that I'm still here I still got you so whatever happens within this day, scary thing to say, because we don't know what's going to happen in this day. And because we don't know what's going to happen in this day, it's best to have a plan in place. So whatever happens, Jesus, 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 Jesus covered it, Jesus saw it, Jesus fixed it, I'm speaking it now. Because God is connected. We're connected. There may be somebody here today. There may be somebody here. Your, 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 your cables to heaven is, 
got a little short and it is not getting a good signal. And you need somebody to come and help you get that connection, that, that, that connection fixed. I know we're in the space now and I know we're in a time where we don't want nobody to know our business. But let me explain something to you. Either your business is going to be revealed now or your business will be revealed later. I'm ready for my business to be revealed now. God, I need you. God, I need you. I'm not talking some play need you, Jesus. I'm talking about a new connection. I need new cables. I need new wiring. I need a new harness. I need everything. I need the whole gamut. Because within a 24-hour span, our connection tends to, to decay quick. The same connectivity that you had yesterday won't sustain you for the whole week. You need a new connection. If you're that person, your connection is not quite where you want it to be and you want to be reconnected, I invite you to stand with me at this time. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. See you standing. Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you in the back. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. There may be somebody here that say, my connection is so, it's so bad. It's so, I'm not getting no signal. I'm not getting any signal. I tried this. I've tried that. I, I bent the rabbit ears this way. I've torn them that way. And I'm still not getting any connection. If you need a connection, if you don't have a connection, if you don't have any signal and you feel as if you need to be reconnected I want to invite you to come down to the front at this time is there one is there one is there one you never want to leave this service or a service such as this amen praise the Lord amen thank you sister thank you sister God bless you God bless you God bless you God bless you. God bless you. I know, I know we in COVID. Amen. Bless you, sister. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. This is the time. This is the day. The closer we get to the return of Christ, the Bible says he's going to withdraw his spirit away. And if you running off a of 50% connectivity now and you feel for whatever reason in your mind that that's going to suffice, let me just share with you this morning that that's not going to work. Because the closer we get to Christ's return, it's going to be even harder. Even those that are operating at 100%. Because now we're going to enter into a space of sheer faith. There may be one more. There may be one more. We're about to pray. We're about to pray. Our eyes are closed. Our heads are bowed. 
Father God, you see what's happening here in this place. You see, oh God, what is, what is going on right now. We thank you, Father, for, for the lives that have been impacted by this message today. We thank you so much for my dear sister for coming down, oh God, to make her calling and election sure. Wants to have a connection with you, Jesus. As we all wants to have a connection with you. She's not by herself. I don't want her to think she's by herself. We all need you, Jesus. We need you, God. Right now, Father, we need you. So we pray your covering over us. Thank you for those that have stood to declare their connection with you who just want to be even have a stronger connection they have a connection they just want a stronger connection we ask oh God that you would just touch them right now even our family members that are online that are viewing you need a connection we ask that you would put it in the chat amen we'll reach out to you Father God, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can somebody say to God, be the glory. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing the Lord to use you on that timely message. Some of us are working on the last connection, and we just thank God for that sobering message to say we have to be connected. Just because you come to church doesn't mean you're connected. So we have to have that real relationship with God. Amen. And then after we've made that connection, let's go out and tell the world about Jesus. Tell them about his love. Amen. Let us stand for our benediction and the deacons will usher you out. Father God, truly we have been blessed on this day. Lord, we're thankful for the recommitments, Lord. We're thankful for Oriana standing up, a young person, Lord. Saying, I want to be connected, Lord. Seal that decision. Place a hedge about her, Lord Jesus. Bless us, Lord. Now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace forevermore as, you, as we stay connected to you. In Jesus' name, amen.